Welcome to the One Podcast, as in one billionaire spelled H-E-I-R, strong. Own your potential and own your worth. This is the podcast that gives you access to the world's top mentors, people who have inspired and guided me to believe that anything is possible. These are the people that give you the rubber meets the road, how-to information that I wish I would have always had when I was thinking about starting, growing, or scaling my venture. These are the people that help us believe that one person with a clear vision and committed heart can change the world. I'm Ingrid Vanderveld, your host. Now let's get started. Ingrid Vanderveld here. We are back with Jane Westman of Jane Westman PR. Uh, So great to see you, Jane. Thank you so much for joining us in this very important segment on leadership. Entrepreneurial leadership. Entrepreneurial leadership. And and everybody, if you have not watched the previous segments, I invite you to do so. We talk a little bit about Jane's story of building her PR firm, starting with $500 into a multi-million dollar venture. We're going to even dig further into that in the money section. Also about building confidence when she was faced with the glass ceiling. And now, Jane, as we dig into leadership, I'd love to first just ask you, how do you define leadership? A, a, but not just leadership, but a successful leader. What, is, what does that look like? How would you define that? I think a successful leader is someone who uh, can articulate a vision, is very, very clear about where a business is or or a campaign is or a strategy is at the moment and where it's going. And therefore, people wish to follow the leader. The key is that people want to follow you. that makes you a good leader. Oh, now, uh, and, and we've already talked about, again, y'all are gonna have to watch these other segments, but we talked about uh, one of Jane's uh, tips and, and pieces of advice is really to motivate your employees, motivate your team, really pour into your team and um, uh, really create this environment that everybody's passionate and motivated to realize the dream with you. I know you speak and, and write Uh, about this topic quite a bit. And I'm wondering if you have sort of a a, a few tips that you can share with us on effective leadership, just things that readers, listeners, viewers uh, can apply immediately into their own business. Well, well, I think that I think the most important thing about being a good leader is knowing yourself. You have to be very clear about what your goals are, what your values are. You must be connected to them, the truth, the true values and goals that you have, because you need to be able to articulate that to other people, and therefore they will wish to come along with you on your journey or on the group's journey to a better future. So step number one is really being in touch with the true you, as as deeply connected as you can get to who you really are. Mm. Mm. That's good. Okay, so you said you said a first step. I, I know you've got a few few tips in there for us. What would be another another tip that you would share? Um, I'm looking at some notes that I have here. Um, So I said to have a vision and to be able to articulate it because if you don't have a vision and you don't tell people where you're going, how can they follow you? 
So, so that's, that's key. That's step number two. Uh, in terms of being a good entrepreneurial leader, um, and uh, especially in a small business or a growing business, you need to develop your employees. People will stay with you and want to follow you if they feel that you care about them and they're building their own careers. So it's very important as a leader to develop the people help the people who work with you develop their their careers and I think that um, one of the things that works very well for me is my desire to mentor other people um, it, it's helped me create a very very loyal uh, group of employees and uh, consultants who who are really there because we are on a journey together you know, Jane, you mentioned that about mentorship, and one of the things uh, I'd be curious your take on, because again, you're just, you're a strong leader uh, in your own right, and the fact that you mentor other women, which I always say, mentorship of women to other women is so critical, because 80% of women want to be mentored, but 80% of those women want to be mentored by other women, and there really are so few that have ever elevated past that million-dollar mark. It's really important, um, but one thing that I have heard and I'm curious of your experience, especially in the past, it sounds like you had a great first female boss in the first woman that uh, you worked with, the uh, Letty uh, Hogar, how, how do you say? Letty Hogarbin. Yes, thank yeah. you very much. One of the, the co-founders of Miss Magazine. I'm wondering, have you ever dealt with the Queen Bee Syndrome? Not with Letty, but have you heard of this Queen Bee Syndrome? Yeah. Okay. Have but, you but ever tell, tell me your definition of it so I so that I'm on the right track? Sure, no problem. So the Queen Bee syndrome is, uh, and I, I still have heard it. I've, I've seen it at times, but it's um, you know women who have really fought so hard historically to rise into these leadership positions that while women say I got to mentor other women, and I know you're the real deal because I've watched you do it time and time again, but a lot of women will say, okay, I'm going to mentor other women. But the reality is they're like, yeah, not, not really. I'm not going to give all the tips and tricks because there's not enough room for all of us to be, you know, elevated together kind of thing. And so really, you know, women oftentimes, while we're our best sort of support system, in some cases, it can be the most challenging support system. And I'm just curious if from your experience, if you have experienced Queen Bee Syndrome in your own career. Many times. I, I have. Um, and one of the great things about being an entrepreneur is you don't have to deal with it. When I was working within the corporate structure, yes, uh, yes, I, I uh, came up against a queen bee um, syndrome in a woman who was in a completely different department and was constantly going to the high, our, the people to whom we reported and telling them how I should be doing my job. So there was this constant um, arguing that the two of us had. And, um, and each of us would go to our bosses and tell our own side of the story. And it was interesting, the bosses were all men. And it was, it was interesting in those days how what they did didn't help e either of us. Um, but luckily, when you go out on your own, when you come up against queen bees, you don't have to deal with them. You really don't. I mean, they may be your client and then you can, you're getting paid to deal with them, so you'll deal with them. But in most instances, 
um, when I run into the situation. And, and it, within the past year, I ran into a woman who, who treated me that, that way. Um, I was trying to um, create a relationship with her to, to, to uh, do some business together. And um, that was her attitude, that she was smarter than I was, better than I was, um, you know, that, that she wasn't going to give me any, tell me any of her secrets. Um, so, you know what? I'm not working with her at all. It's gone. And that's the great thing when you're an entrepreneur. In most cases, Queen Bee Syndrome uh, isn't going to impact you because you can walk away from people who behave that way. Mm. And Jean, what, what I'm hearing out of this too is that for anybody who might be listening to this, this women especially, obviously, who are listening to this and might be experiencing that um, wherever they are at, this advice to you can simply walk away and that, I mean, you're looking at it right here, that there are extraordinary women out there who are willing, able, and ready, and, and motivated, and passionate about giving back to other women, as you are, Jane. And uh, just, again, thank you for sharing, sharing your knowledge here. Um, what do you look for when you're hiring people as the leader of your own PR agency? What are, you, what are the skill sets that you're really uh, looking for? Um, I really am looking for skill sets in my field. So in the public relations field, I'm looking for people who can write well, because, it, because everything now is about writing because of the internet. Because it, even though you and I are talking, we're lucky we're doing a video interview, so much of the communication of what we have is the written word. Um, and we can even look at emails and the importance of emails uh, and how they influence uh, us in so many different ways and social media it's 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 yes it's visuals but it's really about writing so i'm looking for people who can write well um i'm looking for people in in my field who have good contacts with the media i'm looking for people who are who understand social media and have tech technical skills uh, in terms of personality i'm looking for people i can trust that's oh. Really, what it comes down to: Can I trust this person with things that are so important to me? For this, talk about a, uh, building your reputation, as we talked about in the last segment. Uh, you hire the wrong people, especially with uh, social media and technology, email, um, and you can really do damage to your reputation. Your, your employees can do damage to your reputation, and it's tough to overcome it. So trust is, is really key. Do they have the skills that I need, and can I trust them? Oh, Jane, I cannot agree with you more. I cannot agree with you more. That's just, uh, I often say to the team here, you know, I think about how do we bring uh, the right people onto the bus, and then are they in the right seats on the bus? But the thing that I look for is that trust. And I'm just, just one last question on that, because have you then ever for yourself experienced, obviously don't need the details, wouldn't ask you, <laughs> well, we'd love to have the details, but I, we're not going to go there. But have you ever um, experienced somebody that you brought on that you thought the trust was there, it wasn't, and then you had to go back and repair uh, some damage? Because I've certainly dealt with that, and that's tough. Uh, and that's, that's also where I now, when you talk about slow and steady, I've prided myself for years and years and years of driving hard, driving fast, go, go, go. 
And now it's calm it down and do, have I done the due diligence? Can I really trust this person? Because that repair work takes so long. It can undo years and years and years, uh, you know, with, with one thing. So I'm curious if that's happened to you and what you did to overcome that if it did. Fired the person. Yeah, definitely <laughs> that. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was quick. Um, luckily, it, it, it's never been that bad. And, and, the, and truthfully, it goes back to what I was saying before. It's never as bad as you think it is. And time, do continue to do a good job and your reputation will be repaired. And unless this is about something illegal or highly unbusinesslike, just keep going and doing the good job that you're known for. And, and slowly but surely, everything will be okay. Isn't that awesome? One final note I'll say there, because I so, you know, I feel so blessed to, I'm sure just like you, you've got some amazing people around you. And I often think about, uh, so one of our first outside investors is Steve Felice. You've heard me talk about him before, the former president of Dell, just this extraordinary person. And I love, Steve has consistently said, he said, you just keep doing great work and let the facts speak for themselves. And I just love that. So to put a cherry on top of, on top of that, uh, Jane, thank you so much for talking with us about leadership. We are going to hop into the next segment with you, which I cannot wait to talk about because we're going to talk about money. So money. money. So everyone, I invite you to come back here with Jane of Jane Westman PR uh, into the next segment talking about money. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to The One Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Ivy. If you enjoyed today's episode and would love to hear more, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Anchor, where you can listen to new episodes. Be sure to leave us a review and let us know what you think. For more information about myself or the Empowering a Billion Women by 2020 Movement Initiative, visit EBW2020. Our hashtag is 1BillionStrong. Until next time, see you then.